Meanwhile, at Wanda Maximoff's secluded cabin... <sighs> Mistress Wanda! Ah, what is it? What is going on? Where's America? I failed. I failed to get her. I'm so sorry, Queen. She just gave me the slip and Dr. Strange got involved. Dr. Strange is involved? Oh, Bestie, I'm so sorry, girl. I'm sorry. Look, I'm having a bad day. Look at my fingers. Look at my fingers. (gasps) I tried to go to a manicurist to get these black fingertips fixed. They couldn't do anything. So I just, you know, I had to rip her to... I had to rip her into a new reality. And so she's... I've been doing murder lately. And you know what? I'm just like... You know what? I feel like if you don't have your kids, you can murder people. I think that's the Seriously. Don't you think? Come on. Yes, right? Bestie. Yes, right? honestly, yes. work. Thank the you. power. Thank you. Yes. And so I have this idea. Dr. Strange is probably on his way right now. I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, oh, yep. bring America over here. We will just like have a sleepover. We'll just talk. And then he's going to drop her off. Then I'll like, you know, slit her throat, absorb her powers, go get my kids, and then go to Sunday brunch with the other housewives. Honestly, some people would call this psychotic. I call it powerful. I need more gay demon best friends. I think you should just do your thing. It's psychotic, sure. But, but you know, I'm that's so inspired. in right now. That's in right now. You know what? Because it's just like, if you're not psychotic, then you're what? Mm. Boring, right? Oh my God. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm drinking this mimosa by myself. Do you want a mimosa? No, I'm going to go watch an old episodes of Girls. Oh, okay. All right. Have, oh, shit. Dr. Strange is coming. Okay. Just turn the <gasps> volume Hi, down. Me. I'm going to I'm gonna pretend that it's like all pretty and not all gross. Bye. Oh, fun. everyone, and welcome to episode 221 of Comic Book Queers Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and with me, as always, is my psychotic co-host, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. That's the best way to describe me. It is. And it goes with your namesake. Yes. Psychotic, evil. Yeah. Although not everyone who's evil is psychotic, sometimes they just they just really want something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Maybe I found out there's so. a difference between what a psychopath and a sociopath. Do you know what the difference is? Well, I know a sociopath just can't feel human connection, sees people as assets. That's both. But a sociopath oh, is learned. Where it's like a sociopath is like grown up in a horrible environment, like in a gang or something. Where it's Nature like nurture. And a psychopath is just born that way. Predestined. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway. Great. So Wanda so is a sociopath. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Or, I mean, she's also corrupted by the you, dark hole. But we will get into that. Yeah, we're going to talk about some Doctor Strange. But first, we should get the, you know, other stuff out of the way. Let's get um, some of our... What are we going to hit? Oh. Hot topics. All right. Well, the tone of that intro doesn't really match the hot topic. Um, legendary artist George Perez has passed um, after yes. he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. A few months ago, he decided to not undergo treatment um, and knew that it would mean he would have a short short time on this mortal coil, and he unfortunately has. Um, what is it about pancreatic cancer that's just like so deadly? I've heard that where it's just like almost no chance of survival. I don't know. I don't know. Is it that it just it's in a place where it really just spreads throughout the way? Anyway. I want to talk about George Perez's legacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you know Evil Jeff? He was a self-taught artist. Never took that a class? Guy. Never took a class. Not one wow. lesson. Yeah. Great. Self-taught. Do you know what some of the things, like, you knew he was great, but, like, do you know why, you know why he was, like, great, great? He, number one, took a different approach to the female form. In drawing, um, when he did specifically Wonder Woman and New Teen Titans in the 80s, he did not cheesecake women. He did not over-sexualize women. And he brought, like, a physical diversity to women's bodies. You know, like, Starfire had a very different body than Raven. Yes. Also, you would see people that looked um, normal. And not, like, normal. And also normal for, like, what a superhero would be. You know, a lot of times we have these emaciated, skinny women with huge tits that are supposed to be like in top peak physical. No. (laughs) Yeah. And giant muscular men. 
Yeah, yeah. No, he brought normalcy. He brought physical diversity to not just the female form, but to everyone on his team books, which was another thing that he kind of invested in in the 80s when everyone was about kind of solo books. Through Noon Teen Titans, he really invested in team books, which to me are harder <laughs> if you've got many characters to draw yeah. instead of one. You know, yeah. so he like he chose the road less traveled. He chose the more difficult road. Now, some of the things he worked on, he redefined, revitalized Wonder Woman in the 80s. He put sidekicks on the map and, and brought the sidekick stories to the fore with Teen Titans. He drew Infinity Gauntlet. He drew Avengers in the 90s. He did JLA Avengers. He did Crisis on Infinite Earths. I mean, iconic, legendary things. Here's one thing I did not know. He also co-founded the Hero Initiative, the non-for-profit that helps comic creators in need who were you know, woefully denied what they were owed by comic publishers. Oh, that's great. Who would just take their intellectual property and like hardly pay them for it. Yeah. Um, he co-founded the Hero Initiative. And so when comic creators would get sick or would fall on hard times, they would uplift them. Amazing. Amazing man. A tragedy. Um, but what a legend and what a life. Tragedy, but a triumph of a life. Exactly. Exactly. So rest in peace, Mr. Perez, and thank you for everything. Yes. Shall we go from death to resurrection? I think we should. Why don't we hit the music? Let's talk about them X-Books. Hit it. I want your X. All right. We have two books this week in the X-Men world. We've got Giant Size, X-Men Thunderbird. One shot. And then we got Marauders. Number two, the new Marauders, as I like to call it. Um, yes, let's talk about uh, Thunderbird first. Yeah. This was like, it was definitely like, let's do a little bit of a culture reset. And let's kind of reset this character in the hands of indigenous people. Um which is just very refreshing and like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> and not just any indigenous person who penned this. Well, you know, it's funny. Both books were written by Steve Orlando, but Steve Orlando co-wrote Thunderbird with um, AEW wrestler Nyla Rose, who is both Native American and African American and is, is the first, I think, popular transgender professional wrestler. Awesome. transgender female professional wrestler yeah but she also has a native american heritage and so wrote this book and i will say is it you know since as a wrestler knows a thing or two about colorful costumes <laughs> yes and I, I i a lot of this was about like hey we're redoing the costume and look now it's going to actually oh that other costume was designed by xavier that fucking racist and so right. now we're gonna get a better costume so a lot of stuff was like issuing like all of these kind of very i mean it was just like i mean it was only up until i'd say still in the 2010s you could dress as a as like an indian chief i mean it was the names of our football teams and everyone was like cool with it you know so it's like a very new yeah. thing of like no let's like why don't we like respect this culture i mean americans fucking um destroyed them like maybe we can at least at least respect them for christ's sakes for fuck's sake Actually, and I like the that artist. It was... Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you see the note in the back that the artist David Cutler is Native American as well? Yes. And brought that kind of cultural knowledge to the costume design. Yes, wonderful. And I like that it was kind of like he came back to life. Thunderbird was like, is it John? John Proudstar. John. And he's just like, yeah, I'm still. Native American. I don't know anything about this Krakoa stuff. I've actually been dead a pretty long yes. time. So I don't know and all of this X-Men stuff. I'm not really a part of it. So I'm just going to kind of bounce. And all this actually, mutant stuff, new to me. I think my grandma's still alive that James doesn't even know about. So I'm going to go visit my grandma. So that's kind of like what it was about. And then, of course, she's a mutant. But they didn't show what her powers were, did they? Was she a mutant or was she... I thought she was just... They I thought she was human. The, I thought they kidnapped all the mutants, or was she just like along for the ride? I think they were they were looking to take the mutants, and a bunch of a bunch of people from the tribe spoke to the government, like protested, and basically when they protested, they were arrested. 
So all right. Either way, either it way, just seemed she's like a hero. They were kind, it seemed like they were like, "Oh, here's your Krakoan gate, and you can use it as well, Grandma, whenever you want." Which would include oh, that she's a mutant. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe I have to reread. I missed that. I thought it was just for them to come and go. Them being Jimmy, yay, Warpath, who shows up at the end through the gate and is like, are you my grandma? And it is kind of, though, it is kind of dicey where she's like, yeah, I just, you know, I left your dad and I was like, I mean, I left your grandpa and was like, eh, I know I could have looked you up, but I didn't feel like it. I don't, I don't feel like, like it. You reminded <laughs> me too much of him. Yikes. I was like, oh, that's kind of shitty, but whatever. It's kind of shitty, um, but at least she owned up to it. Yeah, and then what was the initiative that they were fighting against? What's the name of them again? The Heritage Initiative. That was like a very scary thing where basically they were like, oh no, mutants just aren't human, so you can just do whatever you want to them. And that you can was do whatever something you that's want. sort of okayed by the uh, government. So there's a lot of parallels of the way indigenous people were treated and the way mutants are being treated. Uh, Yeah, and the Heritage Initiative, they were ready to pack it up because they were running out of resources until they were bought up by our friends, air quotes, at Orcus. Yes. Orcus is like, love what you're doing here. Join us. Terrible. Fucking Orcus. I'm starting to really dislike them. I also like that that last page of thunderbird in his new costume running alongside the buffalo isn't that like a like his his introduction page like when xavier reaches out oh, right, in right. giant size x-men and yeah. is like calls upon mutants from around the world that's what thunderbird was doing i think but i think like and going by pure memory here doesn't he have like one of the buffalo in like a headlock <laughs> he's like <laughs> trying to tackle the buffalo i like this version yeah. better where he's just like let's have a race <laughs> yeah and I won't try to break your neck and that's why I remember so and so he just died getting blown up on a plane oh yeah yeah fighting Count Nefaria Nefaria I don't read and a lot Xavier of those was early, like no don't I don't read a lot of the early early ones honestly I don't they're not that great I truly don't know if I ever sat down and read no, I did Giant Size X-Men number one. I tr- but I've seen flashbacks and references <laughs> to each and every panel so many times. Like, I feel like I read it. I'm telling you, though, it was like Chris Claremont took over with that. And it was still a very much a Stan Lee type of experience. Hokey, yeah. And it wasn't until um, Jean Grey died and came back. And well, no, even was it even what was the there was a whole point where they thought Jean Grey was dead. And there was a whole period where they th- were ev- half the team thought ev- the other half was dead. And I was okay. like reading it being like phones exist. Huh? Phones. Phones exist. You just literally because they're at Xavier's mansion. Like they're like, oh, it's a shame they died. I guess I'm just going to get an apartment like maybe call the mansion. I don't know. Anyway, but around that time is when they started developing like more kind of complex relationships. And as soon as Jean Grey died and came back as the Phoenix, that's when it was like a light snapped inside of Chris Claremont. And yeah, literally that's why Phoenix was so important. Sure. Like 12, 15 years of genius. And then it was gone. And then nothing good ever came after that. No, nothing. Here we are still reading. (laughs) No, I mean from Chris, from Chris Claremont. Oh, from Chris Claremont. (laughs) I know that's really mean, but it's kind of true. He once yelled at me, they made Jubilee a goddamn vampire. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Was that was beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, it's a fun book. I'm wondering, like, but now what are you going to do with them? It seems like you just kind of threw them Oh, the he's going to be in X-Men Red. No, X-Men Red. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He did show up in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the end of the credits, it says Thunderbird will return in X-Men Red. Oh, it did say that? Oh, I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I love it. I'm loving. I'm living for that. I'm living. Marauders, number marauders, two. Marauders, marauders. They finally showed something useful that Somnus can do. Yeah, Somnus. I mean, he kind of he can like, create oh, a telepathic all, meeting room. We can t- create a telepathic meeting room, and in seven seconds, like in like one, like you know, thirty seconds outside there can be hours and hours and hours on end 
in the dream. Seriously. I'm like, however, Somnus, this telepathic meeting could have been a telepathic email. Just saying. Yes. Also, and then he's like, oh, look at this cute guy. I don't know. The tone, I feel the writing. It's just a little, it's it's trying to throw in humor, but it's not landing for me. There's a lot of like, oh my God, Aurora, do you like, oh my God, was he always like this? Oh, no. It's, it's. You have to really think about what's the real relationship between these two people. Because I hate to break it to you. There would be, like, I think Dakin would also be kind of fucked up by Somnus. That he, like, had a whole fake life that wasn't yes. real and Somnus knew. Yeah. So he kind of, I, he, there should be, like, animosity. And there should be Little kind bit. of, like... And then Aurora also should have like some sort of jealousy. I don't know. Everyone's Insecurity. just like everyone's like. Anyway, oh my god. So ooh. So like, are you a top or a bottom? Like, I don't know. That's just. It felt like everything yeah, is there's jokey, no, jokey. There's no like real depth. There's no vulnerability on this there's team. No, exactly. That's what it is. There's no vulnerability, and it's there. The characters' histories. It's there. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Yeah. And I also, here's my other thing. There's a line where they're just like, because the whole thing is, and Marauders, they discovered through this little box that Cassandra Nova was able to open and describe. The very first, first mutants, even before Apocalypse, were basically stolen and killed or genocided or still hidden Something. away somewhere. Hidden by away the by the Shi'ar. And so what are the, what is the group? The Red, what are they called? The Yeah, yeah. Eric the Red and his... Apparently they have Cerise's power. The Crimson power. Kin. Never, did you see that they have like Cerise's power from Excalibur? Yes, yes. Oh, that was and they really even referenced cool. that in the data page, yeah. Anyway, their whole job is to keep that secret because if anyone ever finds out, then, you know, it'll cause like wars and everything. Will be like crazy. intergalactic so, war. Yeah. Intergalactic war. So it's basically... Um, so basically, imagine if no one knew how awful America was that we what we did to the Native Americans, and that we hired superheroes to like kill anyone that found out. Like, hey, wait, what happened to the American Indians? Yeah. This is what I'm kind of like. I'm bringing back to that. So basically, the Shi'ar is kind of garbage, and then we have Zandra. Wait, what's her name? What's her name? Yeah, that's right. Zandra. Zandra, Zandra, however pretentiously you want to pronounce it. Zandra is like, oh wow, this sucks. They're my friends. I don't want to do it, but I guess I, I guess we have to because I guess I have to because war, because war, and, and also, and also, she's being manipulated by the yes. the the Shi'ar people who are also crimson kin secretly. And all of this is still like I still don't know who are these mutants. Are they alive? Who cares? Why do I care? We already have old mutants from Araco, and now there's going to be a whole know, bunch of like, other mutants. Do you I remember? Know, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Don't you remember in the all-female X-Men where there was like those other proto-mutants? Remember that happened oh, as yeah. well? Yeah. And that was just, we're just pretending that didn't happen. I'm just like, you need to give me a reason why I should care. I don't know. Why do you care that there was these old mutants? Because Kitty Pride later says a line. Where she was, they're just like, I'm going to kill you. And they're like, those old mutants are progeny and we will all die to discover they're who they are. They're history, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, really? You're going to die for it? I don't know. I'm just like, I would just be like, I don't want to die for that. I don't want to die to like know about something. Because then if I die, then I won't know. But I guess you can come back. There's resurrection. So I guess it is like empty promises. Yeah. I don't know. It just, I, I just am like, where are the stakes? You need to reveal, they need to do the reveal of like why all of this is important. Cause I'm not seeing why any of this is important. Yeah. Like flash, like start with the flashback of the fucked up thing that happened. Get us invested in that. Exactly. And also they do that. Do thing a little dramatic like, irony. And it happened you know? a billion years ago. The first mutants from a billion years ago. I'm like, there weren't even primates a billion years. There wasn't even like sure. life on earth. Like was what, what, what the fuck? Listen, call me old fashioned, but I miss the old children of the Adam days. <laughs> I liked it when it was like man started nuclear testing and then mutants came. I, you know, I was on board with that. Yeah, but let's, no. I know. But that's the thing is like, is all of this is the reveal going to somehow lead to the Eternals and the whole 
that whole the whole oh, Eternals perhaps. crossover. Perhaps well, then get to it right now. I'm just like. You took away Emma Frost and you're taking away. You can't take away Emma Frost at Cassandra Nova. That's not a fair deal for me. I don't like it. It's just not. It's not. There's no hook. I need the hook. Like Sabretooth yeah, is giving me a hook. Mortal X-Men is giving right. me a hook. Uh, right. What's the other one? Knight, Knights of X is giving me a hook. Right. I don't have the hook yet. Yeah. And it, to me, it feels like this book established its mission statement its purpose which is we rescue mutants and now they're in shiar space discovering what happened to the very first mutants of all you know it's like whoa 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 like you already you stated your why and then you already are not being true to that so you're kind of losing me already yeah, because I are mean, there unless mutants, this is a mutant are they rescue. actually is are they rescuing a billion year old fucking mutant also we don't need any more characters i i'm People right. coming. I think there needs to be a rule of like we need just no new characters. There are so many characters you can go and make a hundred teams. The whole point is we put all the toys in the box. Yes. We don't need new toys. Yeah, and then also to, you know to an earlier point, all of these characters on this team sound like the same character. Yeah, except they talk about what they can do, which also red flag like anytime a comic book character you know aside from betsy saying the focused totality of my psychic powers like then i'm like yes girl except when sam is like i'm not invulnerable while blasting yes boy but other than that i'm i don't like when people talk about what they're doing it could be the improv in me but right now the only difference between these characters is well i'm going to do this no i'm going to do that it's like Mm mm-hmm that reminds me of that whole note. One of the worst improv scenes was in a class. And it was like, well, let's give an action. And the whole point, and it's so funny, the whole point was to not talk about what you're doing. And we got shoveling. And the person was like, "Of course, wow, I really hope we win this shoveling contest. Oh, God. And my Heck. teacher was like, first open- of all, stop. The whole exercise was to not talk about shoveling. And second of all, even if you were talking about shoveling, you're not in you're a not. shoveling contest. <laughs> like, who the fuck is in a shoveling contest? Like, that's like, the thing you came to do. All right, let's start over with a new action. Opening a cabinet. Okay, perfect. Ah, uh, I'm really glad this opening the, the, the cabinets contest. The ulti- yeah. <laughs> also, opening the cabinet was like the ultimate opening improv move. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. So many scenes start with somebody opening a fucking cabinet. Yeah. Okay, Marauders, do better. All right. What comes out next week? Is is Immortal X-Men out next week? Ooh, I don't know. But do you know what I just found? I found, and I think it is Immortal X-Men, I found a variant. I was just at a comic book shop today. And I found a variant of Immortal X-Men that was celebrating Women's History Month. So evidently there were a bunch of Marvel variants celebrating Women's History Month. I had no idea. But this variant cover is Queen Elizabeth, but it's Emma Frost as Queen Elizabeth. I'm like, where did this come from? And like I Queen it. Elizabeth the first? Oh, I don't know. Or the second? Wh- whatever. What do you the mean, first. whatever? Do you not know the difference? I don't know the difference. No, the, the one is the one from now. Henry the like the daughter of Henry the Eighth, or the one sure. now? Which one? It's the daughter of Henry VIII. Okay, Jesus Christ! It's like pulling teeth with you. I don't know. <laughs> did she have? Was, did, Emma, did Emma Frost have like like an old lady purse and the old lady wig and the big? Yeah, she had like a wig on. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted like to dangly, look like, busty, actually, dangly bustle. I want her to look like no, like Queen Elizabeth II now. I think that would be really funny. <laughs> Pink pill hat, yeah, with matching jacket and skirt. Um. It's a sweet cover. It is Elizabeth I. Come on. I know my science. I mean history. Uh, I think we need to veer off comic books because we've got a movie we need to talk yeah, about. Yeah, let's talk about a fucking movie right now. Hit the music! When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange. Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse Can we do Madness. one, two, three? Let's one, two, three, it. loved it or hated it? Yeah. One. You count. Okay. One, two, three. Loved I think I hated it. it. 
You hated it. I loved it. <laughs> no, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. I have a lot of issues with it. Here's my thing, though. What but people I, are I'm, doing. I, I'm everybody, leaning toward a little pipi. Everybody is comparing it to, to what? everything a good everywhere movie? all at once. Oh, God. And it's just that has completely nothing to do with my gripes. different. And I will say this. I think a lot of the reason people hate it is because it is a Sam Raimi movie. And That's Sam Raimi is like, I'm going to make this cheesy and weird. And that is what I liked about it. The problem, And because yes. of that, I liked it. The problems I had were just logistical plot points. Oh, I've like got deep, of, deep of problems. Where the plot points and where this is going to take and where they were taking the characters. I was like, uh, I would have rather it gone this way. Um, sure. But let's talk about it. But oh, first of all, you see Jamie Lee Curtis is tweeting out all the bad reviews of it and telling people to see her movie. And I'm like, it's different. It's oh, different. God. And first of all, your movie is highly successful, Jamie Lee. It had a 0% drop off in its third week. Yeah. Doctor Strange will have a big drop off, I think. Yeah, and probably at the end of it, with the amount of money they paid to make Doctor Strange and how that movie was made for almost nothing, I'm sure you'll, there'll be a hefty profit. So you guys are... Oh, good. for sure. Oh, it already had a strong opening. Like, everything, everything's doing great, Jamie Lee. Calm down. All right, Doctor Strange. The Sam Raimi... Like, it was when it was a Sam Raimi movie. It was when it was Evil Dead that I yeah. liked it the most. But I have a big problem with this fact. What? And it's shit because it showed. Do you know that Sam Raimi did not watch WandaVision? At all? He watched key scenes that the studio told him had a direct effect on his movie. And that is it. But did he write the plot? Did he write WandaVision? No. I mean, did he? I mean, did he write Doctor Strange? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No. I mean, I think he, he... I think he had a hand in writing it, but he does. He's not Why, giving the right he, credit. He made her direct her in a wrong way. I feel like this movie took a very nuanced character that had a very beautiful, nuanced story and turned her into a Disney villain. And I can go along with that, but I think that's more the script and not the director. Well, oh, that's true. I, but I know that he counseled Wanda on. He counseled Elizabeth Olsen on directed her <laughs> on finding her humanity and key moments and blah, blah. I just think that if you were going to direct this actress to play this character, you have to have watched the big thing that was about her character. What? These movies are all about continuity. And this felt, this kind of felt like WandaVision didn't exist or it did, but no one gave a shit. Well, but it end, WandaVision ended with her desperately searching for her kids. True. No, that's so true. So I'm just going to say this. It's not that big of a leap that she could have somehow succumbed to the madness of the Darkhold. And I think that's what was missing. Yes, and that was the point. Is that she succumbed to the Darkhold and that's why she's crazy. And they never showed that. They never showed. Right. I've got, they showed, oh, my fingers have gone black. But they've never shown oh, I'm not the same Wanda from the TV show. I've succumbed to the Darkhold and I'm kind of gone mad. And I will say this. We need to figure out a new... I love a woman becoming powerful and turning evil. I love it, but it keeps going. The Dark Phoenix, the Dark Willow. It's it's the same... It's the same same. You know what I mean? It's like you yeah. need to... You can't just have it... And it's always of like, I mean, at least Dark Phoenix, it's like, oh, I just have too much power. Dark Willow's like, oh my God, my girlfriend died. So now I'm going to end the world. And with this, it's just like, I miss my kids. So now I'm going to just murder millions of people. And that was yeah. the one where I felt it was like uh, uh, an Emma Frost in Humans X-Men crossover moment where she's just blatantly just murdering everybody. And I think that's where it was like, oh, this is a huge jump that she's murdering people and i can get on board with it but you can't just say oh it's because i really want my kids because i was like she wasn't she wanted her kids before and she wasn't murdering people 
So they just need yes. to show that. But I think for me, I still was like, all right, I'm going to go along with it. I'm going to go along. Sure. With it. And like, I get it. Like, and I'm, I was, I've seen it twice, you know, like I didn't hate it, hate it. Like I was along for the ride. I enjoyed it both times kind of, but this was you're another feeling, thing. You're feeling they're doing Wanda dirty. That's the thing. You, they're you doing Wanda dirty. Precious. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. They're absolutely doing Wanda dirty. But also, I would accept it if, to your point, we saw the struggle or if we ever saw bits of the good Wanda come through. I think the script actually was horrible. If we, like, the dialogue was horrible. Like, at the end, so what's wor- your world like? It's beautiful. Like, no, it isn't. And you don't think that. Come on. But if we would have seen good Wanda, like the great thing about Dark Phoenix is you saw that struggle. You saw Jean have the moments where she took control back. I would have loved you saw some it kind when of struggle kids, with Wanda. When America made the evil her show up into sure, at the, the other dimension and you saw that, that was when you saw that there. But I felt it was a little... It was a little too late. And this is what I was saying. This is what I felt they should have done. If I rewrote the script, I think the reveal that Wanda is evil and was the one behind it all should have been a second act reveal. Yes. She should have come along for the ride. And that way you could see the good Wanda and you could slowly see like she's off. What is off about her? And you could see her succumbing and not able to hide all of the inner yes. turmoil. I think if they made it a second act reveal, they would have been able to have that earned. Oh, this is why she's evil. It literally is like, let me go see Wanda. Hey, what's up? I'm evil. It was like too. Yeah, fast. and that was a, they dropped the nuance that they gave us in WandaVision and turned her into Ursula. Yeah, but here's the reason why I did like it. I felt Eternals had really bad action scenes. And I felt where this where it was strong is I felt the act, the way the action scenes were shot and directed and the, they climaxed and the oh, way the great. battles were happening. That's where Sam Raimi is amazing. And oh, yeah. that shit was really good. The problem was the plotting and the scripting and some of the dialogue when there wasn't fighting happening. That's when yeah. it got, uh, that's when it was like falling a little flat. Like, because can we just talk about one of the most insane things? The music, the battle of music notes. Oh, the battle with with, with Danny Elfman's score. Danny Elfman scoring fantastic. a battle of music notes. Hilarious. Oh, it was so good. Hilarious. Danny Elfman's score throughout was great. There was just little moments where the music really added yeah. an emotional touch, a humorous touch. Yeah. Love that part. Here's another thing I think was really lacking. Overall, this was like Wanda wasn't even the biggest sin for me. And again, I'm not hating on this movie. It's I like it, but there was no emotional core for me. I wasn't invested in our main character, Doctor Strange. I wasn't invested in his relationship with Christine Palmer. I wasn't invested in his relationship with America Chavez. And they tried, like the effort was there, but I just, it was lacking. And I really think the relationship that they should have honed in on, and it was a real missed opportunity because there was a beautiful seed there, was the relationship between Strange and Wanda. There was two instances early where I was like, yes, do this. And they didn't. One, when the doctor, the, the father from Call Me By Your Name, Michael Stuhlbarg, when he was at Christine's wedding, sitting next to Doctor Strange, and... Howard, you know, he's from the first one. He was like a rival doctor. Yeah. And Strange sees him at the wedding. And the the guy's like, how are you? Oh, not great. You know, I blipped for five years. You know, yada boom, yada boom. And then he's like, well, I'm the same. Thanks for asking. I blipped too. And my life fell apart. And I want to ask you, wasn't there any other way? Yeah. Did it have to go down that way? And Stephen was like, yeah, no, it that was the only way I made the only call there was to make. Then later, Wanda, when she's hanging over um, uh, Camarchage, she says, you gave Thanos the time stone. And the implication there is she blames Strange for Vision's yeah. death. 
Yeah. That should have been the thing. Yeah. That was the thing that you should have hung your hat on. That was yeah. the emotional core yeah. right there. The relationship between those two and the blame and the guilt. And they didn't explore any of that. What yeah. a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. That was where it was like, as when everything was fighting, I was having fun. But then when it stopped and they were explaining, I'm like, oh, why are you doing, why are you doing that? Why are we doing yeah. that? Yeah. But then the fighting would happen. I'm like, I love it again. I don't care. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, for, me, for me, it was the horror. It was like any time it became Evil Dead. Oh, and like yeah. Demonic yeah. possession was like wind blowing and first person camera movement. I was like, yes. When Bruce Campbell was punching himself in the face, I was like, yes, it's a Sam Raimi movie. Also, I'm sorry, but I loved every fucking second of the Illuminati. I'm sorry. I loved it. Oh, I Let's listen. Talk about I did too. I did too. Let's <laughs> I talk really about did too. the fucking in fact, Illuminati. One member of the Illuminati was my favorite part of the movie, and no surprise who that is. Oh, which one? I don't know. There's so many that I. It's liked. Charles Xavier. Oh, Charles Xavier. Yeah. Because let's go here first. That was Professor X from X Men: The Animated Series. Yes. Like that was straight up animated series continuity. That was. Fingers to the temples, ripple effect coming out of his head, like the cheesy telepathic gestures. It worked. It was the most Marvel Professor X. I I got so mad at like the cool blue filter and the like seeming realism of the Fox movies. I'm like, no, give me this jerk who touches his fucking fingers to his forehead every time he does telepathy. I want this. I really loved it. Introducing him. Also, John Krasinski. Oh. as fucking Mr. Fantastic. Both I'm times you right my, now. My theater went nuts. You? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. He has to be in the in the real in the main movie. He has it has to be him. He's it so has good. To be him. And it has to be Emily Blunt. They're, who would, they're who are perfect. the other two? If we're casting it, let's cast it really quick. Oh, absolutely KJ Appa from Riverdale as Johnny Storm. Oh. Archie. I like Archie that. from Riverdale is my Johnny Storm who, ride or die. Who is the thing? Um, I don't know. Rebel Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's skinny now. What about Isaac from Heartstopper? The friend Isaac? who was always reading the book. He was always reading the book. He had like hardly any lines. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, maybe it should be a woman. Maybe it should be a woman. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know who should be thing. Cause I like thing. the idea. Oh, it should just be like a gorgeous woman who then gets turned into the thing. Yeah. Um, like that Ms. Marvel, that old Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Um, anyway, I loved him. I love the battle scenes when, when fucking Wanda faces off and starts murdering all of Yo. them. That uh, I was, was I actually t- and fucked up I called and my weird. sister. My sister's it. youngest daughter is afraid of a lot of stuff like on TV and movies and my sister had tickets to see Doctor Strange and I was like, "Yeah, you She's might want to cancel those scary. tickets." It's yeah. so good and we had Agent Carter. Captain Carter was great. Captain Carter I mean, was when she great. said I could do then, this all day. Uh and then uh Spectrum's mom, Maria is, Rambeau. Maria Rambeau is Captain Marvel. That was great. That was so great. The battle scenes were so good. I fucking ate that shit up. But then it ends up getting to the point where then she's just like finally she realizes the error of her ways and she's like, "Oh, I'm just going to kill myself and destroy all of the the dark hole." Yeah, at the end. And you're yeah. like, is that really? I mean, you don't see her dying, and I don't think she's no, dead. No, she's kind of come back. But but at the same point, I was like, but you left her, you left her in a very, you left her in an Emma Frost and human situation where you're like, how are you supposed to redeem her? Like, I know she was under the dark yeah. hold, but you had her murder so many people. I know. In Even the beginning. The I think it was like at the end while she's crazy, you're like, you're under the dark hold. What are you doing, Wanda? And then she starts murdering people. It's more understandable. But she just shows right up like, hey, I'm just starting like to murder everybody. One. I'm killing everybody. You're like, shit. She's murdering people? Fuck. Like immediately. It's irredeemable. You know, Although I, at the end... I really wanted the kids to come back, but I'm pretty sure 
like or i wanted them to set up a young avengers moment but they did not do that so that pissed me off no. but i do feel at some point they're going to probably have some young avengers tv show where we get cassie america and um uh uh hawkeye Kate. all together and they kind of somehow are dealing with kang and they have to hop through the multiverse to fight Kang, and then they discover Iron Lad, the younger version of him, and they also get um, Wiccan. And from Secret Wars, that's where Hulkling will show up. So I know well, it's all going to happen, but I want... Well, oh, Secret what, Invasion, what, 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 you mean? Secret Invasion, yeah. So I heard that Secret Invasion is going to be... It's going to lean into the Young Avengers. That That's where it's going to... Okay, so that's where it's going to come into. I, so I, I heard. A, yeah. I'm hoping so, because but my thing is I still just wanted... I wanted a taste of it. But we did get a taste of I was not were you aware of the the end credit the post credit the first post credit scene <gasps> no what I a did not I I, I did like, not know that at all scene. I was like what we they got, got her we got fucking Charlize Theron entering the Marvel universe <laughs> yes. as Clea that was as Clea. fucking awesome I will tell you this I at first I was like who is that and Joe's like it's Clea and I was like oh because she, I didn't recognize her because she didn't have the, like her distinctive, like costume. Yeah, with the the black kind. It of It was still the same thing. color palette, the purple yes. with the white hair. But I will say this: I don't. What is her personality like? I don't know her very well, but she is the new Sorcerer Supreme in a book called right Strange now. on yeah. shelves now. Yeah. So shit. So that show, she just showed up and of like, okay, I guess that's what the next one's going to be about. Would you think of so? Yeah, that's cool. And there's more I want to say about what the next one's going to be about because there's a whole world or two colliding worlds that I'd like to explore. But first, what'd you think of America Chavez? I thought she was just. I thought that like she was fine. I felt like she just wasn't given a lot. Yeah, I thought she was fine. I liked her. She didn't like. She kind of lacked the kind of. I was lamenting her lack of punching throughout the movie and like toughness. Because America Chavez, like, she's punch first, ask questions later. I always think of her as, like, the punchiest hero. You know what I think happened? And it could be two things. It could either be homophobia or wokeness. But she's more of, like, a bull dagger. She's, like, a tomboy, like... Oh, I wanted wanted her more butch, butch. for sure. She's a butch. And she definitely was more feminized. And it was either because they were like, oh, we don't want to, like, make not all lesbians are like butch let's give her some femininity or it was like ooh, they people are going to go for a butch let's make her feminine i don't know <laughs> yeah but also in like let's make her way. a kid yeah yeah let's bring her let's, she, they, they like young younged her up i think a little bit for me yeah but i think she could have she sh- america chavez has snark and this character was not written yeah she, she didn't and really that is fight. not the actress yeah. that is the right once again it's that's the writing it's the writer the writer did but not I did like that she, she just started she started punching the shit out of Wanda at the end I was like there it is okay yeah, yeah. okay here's the thing I really want to talk about okay incursions okay so what if what if th- that was all incursion that was all incursions yeah but so was secret wars and oh secret a wars big, incursions there's a big, 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 big um, uh, theory that we're headed towards Secret Wars. And, and that's going to be like, like the, the next. Maybe, you know, maybe this is how they work in Kang. I don't know. But I think this is all going to lead to a big multiversal war, kind of like was set up in Loki. And I think these incursions are going to be the reason behind it. This was so it was fascinating when the Illuminati was like, We murdered our strange. Why? Because he caused an incursion and destroyed one of the worlds and it killed trillions of people. So we killed him. By the way, Black Bolt. So cool. In that scene. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was awesome. But that was because he caused an incursion that led to the destruction of an entire reality. Then when he and Christine Palmer get sucked through the portal, they wind up on a world that is experiencing an incursion with another world. And this was fascinating. I didn't notice until the second time when good strange, our strange was talking to bad strange, third eye strange. 
he was like, he looked at the incursion happening outside and he goes to the Bad Strange, what happened? And Bad Strange says, I lost. And Good Strange says, to who? And then Bad Strange changes the subject. I was like, uh, 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 oh, someone is behind the incursions. Do you, do you, is it Kang? Now, I was also wondering, I read that differently. Oh, I was thinking he was the what if strange. Sure. Maybe. I think. And so he just wasn't saying Ultron. That's what, and he was like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or he, like, lost his battle to win Christine back. But I don't yeah. know. Like, the, 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 like, to who? Because the what if strange. But if you think that about his that. Fate. Okay, let's say if it wasn't the what if strange. We have, in the Professor X world, strange did an incursion. In the what if world, strange did an incursion. That other one he meant, strange did an incursion. How many incursions are happening from all of these variant stranges? Strange yeah. is a menace. Yeah, yeah. That might. And that's what the Illuminati's whole thing was. We might need to get rid of all the strangers just to be safe. Yeah, the Illuminati's whole thing was like they were blind to the threat of Wanda because they were so focused on the threat of Strange. It was that big. But I just thought that was cool. I mean, I think incursions are going to be like a thing. All right. Are we headed toward a multiversal war catalyzed by Kang? I thought is okay. So Loki, let's talk about Loki. I thought Loki was going to be in this. I thought Loki was in this. Is wait, you thought he was in it? I was. I heard a rumor that he was cast in this movie. Oh, oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, me too. But he was not. And my question is: Is all of the variants worlds that's happening in Loki are those different time streams or those different multiverses? Those or those are different the, multiverses. I think they say. But that's say what it. I'm saying is they're saying is these multiverses though did not start until then until the Loki before that it was all one. Well, right? I think it was that I think it was that they were shielded from one another. There 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 was no there was no longer linkage to any of them. Like you couldn't go from one to the other, and now you can. <laughs> Oh no, there's been a break in the multiverse. Hi guys, it's Evil Jeff. And uh, it looks like we had some technical difficulties in the last 10 minutes of this podcast where my audio decided to stop recording, but we do have Brett's audio. So what I decided that I'm going to do is I'm going to try and just let Brett continue talking and I'm going to reenact what I think I would have said to him for this last 10 minutes. So just humor me. All right, let's get back to it. You know what it reminds me of? Wasn't it? And I could have my chronology wrong, but before Secret Wars, weren't so many of the Marvel comic stories about time travel? And eventually all those stories, while they weren't connected with one another, they were thematically. And like from all those different time travel stories, like space time broke. Space time broke? What are you talking about, Brett? Everything you've said has made no sense. I mean, I think it's because you're gay and gay people don't make any sense. So I just want to know what's your fucking point. My point is, I think that all of these things are not connected to one another, but they're all adding to the pile that is going to be total multiversal failure, which is going to be the next big MCU event. All right. All right. I'll give you that. But my next question is, do you think I'm better than you? Yeah. That of course. Thank you. Thank you. I've been waiting for you to say that. Do you think I'm more attractive than you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the most beautiful man ever made. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's just like it's like pulling teeth to try to get you to admit that. Yeah. That is why I think I think I should star in the third installment of Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange and the Evil Jeff. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, come no. on. Why not? Come on. No, it's all what is it? What is it? It's all 616. Like, it, it is... And I love that they called the MCU the 616, by the way. Okay, all joking aside, I'm going to actually try to recreate the fight me and Brett had about whether the MCU should be the 616. Oh, I've already had this debate with a friend of mine. 
What do you mean? No, 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 no. It should not be called the 616. I am pro 616. No, the MCU is a separate universe. The comic book universe is the 616. MCU is different. The 616 is the Marvel universe that we care about and everything else is an alternate universe and it's not the 616. The 616 is in our hearts. No, 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 no. Alan Moore made up the 616 in Captain Britain. It's an arbitrary number. It doesn't really mean anything. And that's the thing is there's different things happening in the comics and the MCU. You need to differentiate them. They're happening in other universes. The MCU, but like the emotional payoff is 616. If you want an audience reaction, right, everything no. else would just be a number that would be like, okay, great. Now the MCU is the, this number. No, 616 is the number we care about. No, this is the thing. I have the number it should be. It should be... 69. One, no, it should be 1,105. Is that the Disney number? No, that is MCV. That's the closest to the MCU. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, but wait. Okay, I love that. Also, what's the number that it's in like all Disney stuff? Is that like 184 or something? You know what I mean? I have a, I have no idea what you No. It's like it's like the Disney number. A113 is the classroom number used by character animation students at the California Institute of the Arts. Many of its alumni have used this number in their professional works. I'm like, also, yeah, This it's just, we're seeing the same universe, but told through two different medium, media. It's the same universe, but sometimes its stories are told through comic books, and sometimes its stories are told through movies. Okay, Brett, but what about the discrepancies? Well, the comic books like to take liberties sometimes. <laughs> That's but, how I feel. But this means that um, you can never have the characters from the MCU ever appear in the comics, because they're now the same thing. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. That's true. But yeah. also, no one cheered. Everyone cheered when they said 616, and that wouldn't have happened with every other number. All right, fine. And now I will leave you with this last snippet when taken completely out of context makes Brett sound like a child molester. And here's here's a reason Sam Raimi should have watched WandaVision. The kids were in the wrong beds. I mean, sure, I'll chalk it up to multiverse. But Billy was in Tommy's bed and Tommy was in Billy's bed. For fuck's sake. Somebody call the police. Go on red. <laughs> All right. I think we have. I think we have. I'll watch it again. I love me a Sam Raimi, but not when he doesn't watch WandaVision. Whatever. It's fine. And that looks like that's our show. Um, thank you for listening, even though the last 10 minutes of this has turned into a meta weirdness. But hey, we're talking about the we're talking about the multiverse. So I mean, I mean, what a better way than to completely go meta. Anyway, um, thank you for listening to Comic Book Queers. And uh, I just want to let you know that if you are straight and listening to this, if you deep dive somewhere into the multiverse, you'll find that one of your counterparts is queer. queer. Everybody's really gay. Bye. Bye.